Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline, and it's just me. Are we getting tired of just me? Do I need a guest? I keep threatening it. I never get one, do I? Um, this week on the darkest timeline, we're talking victories, things that I can't afford. Um, everything breaking and um, growing as a human. Join me, come along for that and more. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave us a review. Reviews are good. Reviews are important. Share the podcast around. Obviously, we already covered that, but do share the podcast around. It's a great way of getting the podcast out there. Into the hands of the masses. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the darkest timeline. Hello. How are you doing? You're right. You well. Um, heads up on this one. Uh, gotta say, this is either gonna be one of those. It's either gonna be real long or real short. I am flagging. I'll cover why shortly. I. Yeah, pretty sure I might have just fallen asleep then. Um, I already asked if everybody was okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those. Can't can't remember what I said forty five seconds ago. Anyway, let's crack on. So uh, there's potentially one of those where this could be me just rattling through. It's gonna be like one point five speed, um, or I'm gonna get into the weeds on something. We shall see. Here we go. I've been sticking with the climbing. Um, it, it's such an odd, such an odd thing. Um, I was telling somebody today, I mentioned running. Uh, they were like, you, you enjoy your running, don't you? I was like, nope. And they were like, no. I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't enjoy it. They're like, oh, you do it because it's necessary. I was like, absolutely. <sighs> Climbing is different. And I'm going to be open and honest here. It falls into the same category. I don't think I enjoy it. I think I largely do it because, again, open and honest, it's it scares me. And at some point... I got convinced that you're supposed to do stuff that scares you because it helps you in other aspects of your life. And I want to help myself in other aspects of my life. So I landed on this and I went, this scares me, so I should do it more. So there we go. Um, so I've been going now a couple, I say a couple of times a week, worked out last week, I went three times. Not entirely sure how I managed it, but I did. Um, 
So, uh, went climbing Wednesday morning. Um, and what's really nice going at half six on a morning is there's nobody there. There's me, there's Ed, often somebody Ed knows, and then two or three other people, three or four other people. There's just not a lot of people there. You really get the run of the place. It's great. Um, unfortunately for me, and the kind of person that I am, it also has another effect, which is there's not many people there, which means that we form a group or a, a twosome or a threesome or whatever. And then it's very much like all eyes on whoever's climbing, whoever's doing so there were points where it was like, okay, I'm going to do this this one. And everybody was watching me. And I was like, I don't want everybody to be watching me do this because I'm not good at it. And I don't feel confident. And I don't feel, you know, there's like body issues and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I do find on the days that I go when it's busier and there's more people, I tend to like break away from any potential groups and try and go and do my own thing because then there's not as much pressure so now that we've covered that uh, i went on wednesday and it was very much there was me ed and another person so it was like right you know start here do this one give it a try here we go there are these two route currently that i have dubbed my nemesis because i can get to the second to last hold on both of them and i just can't make the last hold and if if i'm honest if there was an element of just having to touch it with one hand i could probably push myself to do that but it, there isn't that you have to touch it with two hands and i just can't i just can't make that leap and it's these two are driving me up the wall. So, started the day Wednesday, and Ed's like, oh, what are you wanting to do today? And I was like, well, if I'm honest, there's new climbs that when we were here on Saturday or Monday or whenever it was, we just didn't get anywhere near because they're new, so everybody crowded around them and we just couldn't get the opportunity. So, really, we should go and try the new ones. Um, So went to one of these new ones gave it a go i was like this is not for me because i can't even get my head round how you're supposed to start so that was that that was done that was that one done moved on to the next one and i was a bit like hmm this is interesting because i can kind of see how this one could be done and also i think i might actually be able to give this one a decent shot uh, so I gave it a try, getting towards the back end, um, I kind of struggled and had to come back down, uh, and then on my second attempt, climbed up, climbed all the way up, and completed it, and was like, hey, that's cool. Um, tried a few others, variety of different things, managed to progress on a couple that I've tried before. I'd only got so far, so I managed to get one or two holds further, which is a big thing. Um, lots of help with footing, things like that. Um, so, 
There was that. Went to this other climb. And uh, it's one that I'd seen Leanne do. The, the previous time we'd gone. And yes, there is that element of... Oh, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. Um, whilst simultaneously being like... There's a lot there that she could do that I couldn't even get close to doing. So... You know, it's not like that. It's more of a, well, if she can do it, I'll give it a go. So we spent quite a bit of time with this particular climb and I'm trying different things, trying different things, trying different things. And then the other person that was there with us is, con not considerably, but quite a bit shorter than both myself and Ed. So because of that, they have to do this climb differently. So they were like, here, I'll have a go and I'll show you how I would do it. So they did it and they did a particular move. And I was like, I never thought of doing that. Never thought of trying that. That's a really good idea. That's a really good suggestion. I'm going to try and do it that way. Which I did. And I completed another one. Um, honestly, one of those situations, like I was saying... Um, saying that I enjoy it is not the right the right terminology saying I hate it is also not the right terminology but what I can say is this in this situation overcoming the fear overcoming the I can't do this the self-doubt, the confidence all of that sort of stuff and being able to complete it has a big payoff. It's this big... You feel real good about it. Um, tried some other, did some other, you know, and that was kind of me for the day. Tried another one that I just can't... Another one I just can't get my head around. So there was that. Um, so, yeah, I feel... Good is not the right word, um, because I went on Saturday, and it was very much the same. I, the two that I'd done the other day, I could still do, which was good, but have not advanced past that. Um, had to actually get uh, Ed to come over and help me with some footwork stuff. I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed to put my feet with this situation. He showed me, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't help me because I can't do that. But keep trying, keep going, see where it's going to take us. Who knows? So, a theme recently on the podcast is um has been steadily me making a list of things um that ultimately I cannot afford and you know this list started with um computer games we all know we've all been through this bit I can no longer afford to buy computer games so I think the other day uh, it was an option to pre-order a game uh, it's a game I'd never heard of, 
and I inadvertently pressed the button. And I was like, well, one of those things. Be interesting to see what the pre-order for this game was. Uh, and it was £90. Now, I cannot tell you this for 100% definite, but what I will say is this. I imagine that was some kind of special edition version I think when you press a button to pre-order something, they generally want you to order not necessarily the best, the absolute top-tier version, but close. Um, but I looked at it and I was like, they want £90 for this game. What are the chances that the standard edition isn't much less than this? You know, I'm, I'm feeling like £60 games is probably a thing of the past as well. I imagine they're, 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 they're heading for 70. Um, so, in fact, I think I looked. I feel like I looked for something, but let's, let's entertain ourselves with this little ditty. Uh, I'll go on to a well-known online ordering service. I will search for the next game. Uh, see, that's interesting, because I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was saying, was this game going to be available on Xbox One? And that would suggest it's not. Standard edition, Xbox window, download code. Anyway, uh, they would like uh, 70 English pounds for Starfield, in case you're wondering, seventy pounds, seventy, seven zero, seventy pounds. That is absolute insanity. So, computer games had to go as a concept, and weirdly, we're 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 quite a way into this now. And I must I must touch some wood when I say this, but I'm kind of okay with it. If I'm honest, there hasn't been a game in all this time where I've been like, oh man, I can't believe I can't buy that. So that must say something. Admittedly, Starfield is the first game where I am like, oh man, I wish I could play that. Uh, but on the flip side, if only it was going on Game Pass. Anyway, that's a completely different thing. So, computer games went to the top of the list. Um, I took my children, uh, younger two children, out on Wednesday and we went somewhere and I was like, sod it, I'm going to have a treat. I'm a, I'm a grown adult, I've got money in the bank, I'm going to have a treat because I feel like it's just, it's too long, too long between treats. So, we went to a well-known coffee shop and I ordered a... Coffee for me, and a, what would have been Baby Chino, but my youngest daughter was like, I want a Baby Chino, but I want it cold. So I said to the lady, she's asked for a Baby Chino, but then she's told me she wants it cold, so can't she just have a cup of milk? She said, oh, yes, of course I can do her a cup of milk. Um, she then proceeded to charge me £1.60... For something which I was always under the impression baby chinos were free. 
and then handed me what could only be described as a thimble of milk. A shot glass of milk. And I'm like, it's been a while since I've bought a big carton of milk, but I'm pretty sure I could have probably got four pints for cheaper. Are you out of your GD GD mind? So I walked out nearly 10 quid lighter and was like, so that's, that's that then, yeah? That's, that's where we are, is it? And there was a point, there was a thing later in the day, I was like, uh, I've gone, uh, the, the guilt sets in, so I was like, oh my god, I've gone, and I've had a coffee, and I, I didn't get one for Leanne, and I got myself one, I'm a terrible human being, I need to go back and get more coffee, um, so, at some point in the day, I can't remember when it was, we went to a shop, we went, I was like, let's go get some coffee, and 12 quid later, I was like, I'm out, I'm done. That is that is it for me, folks. Uh, just, just, just no. Just, just no. So, I've had to add, I've had to add coffee to the list, which anybody who's listened to this podcast before, previously, whatever, is probably glad because I realise I spend far too much time talking about coffee. Yet. I did have a conversation today where I was like, of all the drugs I've ever done, I've ever had in life, I've basically condensed all of that down into just coffee. So a lot of the times I'm like, hey, if coffee's the worst thing I'm doing, we're probably winning by the numbers. Um, so, yeah. Then I had this realisation. And the realisation was this. Life has now reached a point, a pinnacle, some might say, where I can now go to work for a month, work all the days in the month that I'm supposed to work, and at the end of that month, I can get paid for my time. I can take that money that I get paid, and I can pay the bills. I pay the bills that come month in, month out. I can pay those bills. And once I've finished paid those, paying those bills, I can then just repeat that process. And I had this crushing realisation of, so this is it then. This is where we've reached as a society. This is it. So now... There's no fun in life. There's no enjoyment in life. It is literally go to work, pay the bills, and do and do it all again. When did this become the plan? When was this the master plan? When was this the grand plan? I I I heard a lot of stuff today about all of these these various things about how it's actually um it's it's the workers fault 
that inflation is so high because they want more money. So people who go to work want more money. That's why they, the, the inflation is so high. And I was like, what? When did this become the plan? When did this become life? When was this the answer? What is happening? Honestly, I spend more time thinking about how I can, you know, get paid more for what I do slash find a better job within my talents than probably anything. I spend all my time wandering around like, what is the answer here? And, and and people people can and will and would say, hey, buddy, you've got four children. Children aren't cheap. Correct. 100% correct. People are going to say, you talk about coffee a lot, so maybe cut out all the coffee. Okay, done. Um, you know, you're going to go on to talk about a film you watch, that you watch through a streaming service, maybe get rid of the streaming service. You're going to go on to talk about um, a computer game you played that you bought, you know. Yeah, it was cheap, but you still bought it, so, you know. Um, people could say those things, and they'd be absolutely well within their rights to do that. But... My counter-argument would be, okay, so let's take all of those things out of the equation. Get rid of, get rid of all the, the children, all the computer games, all the coffee. How much better off am I actually going to be? Because I'm going to generate X amount of pounds, X amount less joy in life... That money isn't going to go that far. So, so this is the master plan. This is the grand plan. Have a small amount of money to do almost nothing with. Cool, that sounds great. Where do I sign up? I just don't understand. And... A conversation I had today featured me saying, I am now at breaking point. So, working on the principle that everything just, just goes up and up and up. The price of everything goes through the roof constantly. There is going to come a point where... Essential things are no longer going to be essential for me. So what's that then going to look like? In a conversation today that was talking about, apparently there's like, um, the, there's a credit bubble that's bursting. People are defaulting on massive credit card debt. And people are, you know, we're already starting to see people defaulting on their mortgages. So what is the salute? What is the next step? All those people default on the mortgages and become homeless? Because I'll tell you one thing that they won't be able to afford, and that's rent. So if they can't afford their mortgage, they damn sure can't afford their rents. And if people are in massive credit card debt and then default, they're like, I can't afford to pay this. 
presumably they're also living on those credit cards, so they can't live. I am completely baffled at this point in time. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. Speaking of things that I can't afford, at a point in time where I'm like, hey, going to have to start adding stuff to a list that I can't afford, and that list is going to have to be cast iron, solid. The same day, almost like clockwork, the boiler and the car went, did you say you got no money? <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, we're broken. So the boiler broke. Let's talk about the boiler first. The boiler broke. Because it leads on to the broken car. The boiler broke. Okay. Stopped producing hot water. And you'd have to reset the boiler. And the boiler would reset and then go, hey, I can now do the hot water thing. Aren't we all looking? It would then produce hot water. And then the next time you need it, yeah, there's no hot water. This went on for a few days. So we did some research, looked into it. Okay, uh, check the pressure. Okay, check the pressure. Uh, no pressure, no water pressure. Okay, there's your problem. Uh, here's a list of things that could slash should slash probably are wrong. Da, 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 da. All of them are very expensive. So, smart move here. You contact a reputable company and you say, hey, you've got an offer at the moment where if we give you some money you will come and fix our boiler. That company will like, we'll see you tomorrow. That should have been a bad sign in hindsight. So, fast forward to the next day, a man turned up at the house. I'm here to fix your boiler. I'm here to fix your boiler. Let's get cracking because we've got half an hour. And if it goes past that, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more money than the half an hour that has already started ticking. Let's do this. We go through, we look at the boiler. He, he takes one look at it and he goes, you got no water pressure. Correct. So far, you're not worth the money. He's like, do you know how to correct the water pressure? And I went, shit. Because it was in that question that I realised that the answer was yes. Yes, I do know how to do that because I've done it before. Not on this boiler, but on a previous boiler. Bollocks. Excuse my language. I went, eh. And he was like, you just do this. And he turned a, he opened a tap. A tiny little tap. He opened it. And the pressure went up. And he was like, basically, you need your pressure here. So open it a little bit. When it goes up, shut it. Open it a bit more. Shut it. Open it a bit more. Eventually, you'll get to the place where you want it. And your boiler will be working fine. And I went for flippity doodah's sake. 
He then realised, hang on a minute, I've just fixed this boiler in front of this guy. It's taken me 45 seconds. And we're about to charge him a hell of a lot of money. Quick, make it look like I need to do other things. He was like, obviously there could be other issues, so let's just have a quick look. At which point he stripped the front of the boiler. He was like, oh yeah, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to do the other. Whilst I'm standing there going, you absolutely don't. You're just doing that to make it look like you've done more to earn the astronomical amount of money that we're going to have to pay for opening a valve. We went through some stuff. He tried to give me a lesson in boiler maintenance. I'm like, cool. He was like, hey, you're learning a lot today, aren't you? I was like, absolutely not. And that was that. He was like, you got any questions? I was like, actually, I do have some questions. Can you tell me this, 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 and this? I was like, I'm going to get my money's worth today, boy. He then left. And I went, this is ridiculous. We could have fixed that quite easily, saved ourselves a lot of money. Now then, I did mention that on the same day the boiler broke, car broke so the car i went out to the car at six o'clock in the morning got in it and went hey the windows are all steamy because you know it's a little bit cooler in the mornings these days and i need to be not steamy windows so i can drive i'm going to press the stop being steamy window button and the car went cool i'm now going to have an error and that error is that these blowers are going to blow from now until the end of time I didn't realise this at the time. I did realise it when I got to my destination, got out of the car, turned it off, locked it, etc. And it was still going. And I'm like, that seems unusual. Uh, in case you're wondering, it's done that every single time you go anywhere near it. Now, open the door, blowers are on. Close the door, blowers are on. Turn the engine on, blowers are on. Turn the engine off, blowers are on. It's fun. Now then, off the back of the boiler, and the way the boiler was fixed, I went, you know what? Screw this. I'm getting on the YouTubes, and I'm going to find a way to fix the car, and I am then going to fix the car, and I found the very video I needed, and I went, I'm going to save us money. I am going to fix the car. The fix itself did not look too simple and too straightforward but for a man of my very limited talent it did look possible so i said right when we get back i'm fixing the car i took my little helper with me youngest daughter i was like hey grab this toolbox let's go let's go fix the car I felt good. I felt good about it because I was like, I am going to fix the car. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do what the video tells me to do. And I'm going to fix the car. I will then be a hero. I will have saved money. I will use that money for drugs and hookers. Maybe a little bit of blackjack. Everyone's a winner. I go out there. I open the bonnet. Bonnet is open. Stage one complete. 
I look at the panel that I'm supposed to remove. I'm like, I can do this. Small problem. The video said, unscrew these eight screws. And I went, there aren't eight screws. There's four. And they're not screws. They're these things which are super cool. You pop the middle out and then that's it. They're undone. It's like, hey, that's awesome. I took the panel off that I needed to take off and went, well, that's interesting because what should be there isn't. And then I went, what are the chances that the model on the video is an older model to this? <sighs> Balls. I was like, it's not a problem. It's not an issue. If the item I'm looking for is not here, it is surely somewhere else. Has to be. Simple. Put the panel back i then go about looking for what i'm looking for managed to narrow it down to two things one was more front and center one was more off to the right neither of these items were the same as the one in the video and i went i don't trust that i can say for sure which is which so the entire time this is going on my little helper's like daddy do you need the toolbox not right now i might need it in a minute daddy do you need the toolbox not at this moment in time just just having a look right now daddy do you need any tools yet I don't think we need the toolbox at this point in time because I can't do anything right now. Shut the uh, shut the bonnet. Went to close the uh, door because you have to open the door, obviously, to get the bonnet latch. And when I shut the door, yeah, the blowers came on because that's what the car does now. So, ultimately, the battery in the car is just steadily draining and will continue to steadily drain from now until the point the battery goes dead. Fantastic all round. I'm going to have to wait on my hero status for a, uh, for a, you know, a, a different thing that I might actually be able to do. Obviously, the shortest version is it's going to have to go to the garage and in the garage is going to charge me a fortune. couple of times, I did see mention on the internet of, oh, it'll need to go to the, um, the main dealer. And I'm like, it absolutely will not because they are the absolute worst. So if that's, if that's what comes back, I will burn that car to the ground. And pretend that I've never seen it before in my life. Which would be interesting because, you know, I have to do it on my drive. <sighs> in a list of things I can't afford. Yeah, the next item. Jumping, jumping rapidly up that list. And I'm going to say it. And if you've been listening all the way through so far, you're going to go... Oh, I've got no money, have you? Just hold your judgment. Got a new tattoo today. 
just letting that sink in i'm letting that be absorbed before i correct the judging i could not and cannot afford said tattoo however i knew this a while ago so i put wheels in motion wheel number one informed anybody who would listen that i would like a tattoo for my birthday i was then given money for my birthday check number two i sold some shells some shares just a handful of shares just to see me through get me through the month and give me money to add to the tattoo fund now then the main reason was to get through the summer holidays because there was absolutely no way i was getting through the summer holidays with four children who all want to do things so that was the main reason secret second reason was i knew i had a tattoo coming up and if there was a way to you know cut corners here and skimp and save there i might be able to make the two marry up number three i was massively short on the amount of money i needed for said tattoo and had to borrow the rest so now you can judge i give you permission to judge there we go so that's that there's a much longer version of the story which is basically it takes a hell of a long time to get in with my tattooist and honestly i really couldn't face giving up the appointment simple as that job done i went and had a tattoo done today it had been started x number of months ago and it was literally just the outline there we go it was on my leg and i have a not matching as in the same but a matching tattoo in the same place on the other leg simple now then if we jump back to the start of the podcast today's podcast this podcast i said i was absolutely wiped out and this was going to be a really short podcast this is the reason why ladies and gents because i feel like i've had a absolute kicking hands down one of if not the worst tattoo i've ever had done and two of my tattoos involved me getting hit with a stick for several hours um i have never felt pain in tattooing sense like this I can't tell you what it was. I can't tell you why it was. I don't know what the deal was. But oh my word. Every time. He stopped tattooing. I thanked. Multiple different deities. And then I would curse all said deities. The moment he picked the machine up again. To carry on. I was in. Absolute agony. Come the afternoon, after a lunch break, I honestly thought I was going to have to tap out. Which, me, tapping out of a tattoo, ain't going to happen. 
but it nearly did today. I bared down, I got through. The tattoo didn't get finished, which on one hand I'm like, oh man. On the other hand, I'm, I was like, I am fine with that. Get me out of here now. So, yeah. I thought I was going to pass out at one point. I thought I was going to be sick at one point. And that was pretty much, you know, it wasn't one time. It was at a point for like an hour. It was excruciatingly painful. I can't even begin to describe the level of pain. Now, admittedly, it's tattoo at the end of the day. It's not supposed to tickle. On the other hand, I have many. To say that this one hurt is a little strange. And, like I said, got one on the other leg in the same place. Sort of. So painful. So absolutely painful. I've been... I've been a little reflective recently. Um, One of the things that I think... I I don't want... I'm, I'm not a person that blows the that blows their own trumpet. I would if I could, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm not going to tell you that I, you know, I'm good at this, I'm good at that, I'm good at the other. I have a more of a tendency to play it down or, in fact, tell you I'm terrible at something. Um, I don't know why this has happened. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's just... A combination of things. But recently I've been quite reflective. Um, and because of that I've decided. I made a decision. To make a series of changes. So something you'll have noticed recently. Is I've tried to remove swearing. From my vocabulary. I do it quite a lot. On the podcast. Admittedly that's kind of where it stops. Because. I am trying. I've done this before. Uh, when my eldest was born, I was like, I really need to sort my language out. And I did. And I got I got way on top of it. I never swore. Um, I, I had, uh, you know, different words for different things. You'll notice a lot of flips these days. Stuff like that. Um, I have been trying to control my anger. My, uh, you know, aggressive outbursts, as I said to somebody today. Maybe if I drop something on the floor, I don't need to use all of the swear words under the sun and curse every bad decision I've ever made in, in life. Maybe I could just bend over and pick it up. Some other things that have come up more recently is... Trying to be more open. Trying to be more communicative. Trying to say what I think and feel rather than just thinking it and feeling it. Um, It's weird. Part of me feels like I've gone through therapy without actually going through therapy. 
if that makes any sense. I feel like I'm employing all these different techniques and things, but I have absolutely no idea where they've come from. I had not one, but two adult conversations this evening. Like proper grown-up adult conversations. The whole time going, what's happening? What what's happened to you? What have you become? Who are you? I've been trying, trying to be a lot more um, attentive to my youngest daughter. Um, because I realised that she's got this big change coming up. And I was putting all of that onto her. I was like, you've got this big change coming up and it's a big thing. And But then flying off the handle for absolutely no reason or minimal reasons. And I couldn't work it out. I was like, what is happening here? What's going on? And then I realised, and I had a conversation with somebody the other day where I was saying, this is me projecting. I am projecting my fears onto her. Which is resulting in all of this stuff coming out. And then after I said it, I was like, where did that come from? And I'm trying to be a better a better dad and a better role model for my son. Maybe, you know, like I said, he doesn't need to see me being angry about silly things. He doesn't need to hear me swearing left, right and centre. He doesn't need to see, you know... Some of the randomly silly things that I do. Because, ultimately, I want him to grow up to be a decent person and a good man. Which I don't think you can say these days. Because we're not supposed to do the whole... Be a man. Because that that leads to people not being able to express... Thoughts and feelings and emotions. Whoa, I just came full circle. Um, it's strange, but you know when it's not a bad strange, it's a just a outside of a comfort zone kind of strange. Not bad, just not not usual. If that makes sense. Um, final thing for the week. <laughs> And you're going to laugh. <laughs> you, you, you might not laugh. Um, I'm going to talk about my favourite subject. Coffee. <laughs> the last few days now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, I thought you'd given up coffee. Well... I've given up buying coffee. I haven't given up drinking coffee. If somebody says to me, hey, do you want a coffee? <laughs> I'm there, buddy. I am there. Um, Liam's like, let's go and get a coffee. I was like, hmm. She's like, oh, you know, I will buy you a coffee. I was like, oh, that's very kind. Thank you very much. So we went in. Um, and there was a situation where I had to order. So I went to order. And I was like... Can I have this coffee? And then I was like, what what is happening right now? Because I was then entered into a 
barrage of upselling. Oh, would you like this roast, this roast, or this roast? They don't tell you, would you like the normal roast? No, they give the normal roast a different name, so you don't know which one the normal one is. Then they use two other names, and then tell you the benefits of the other ones. Now, little tip, the ones they tell you the benefits for are the ones they want to charge you extra for. And if you say the phrase, I just want the normal one, then they have to give you the normal one. I thought I'd, I thought I'd skirted through it. I was like, easy peasy. You're trying to upsell me on the coffee beans. I don't need any of that. Just give me the normal beans that I normally have. My word. I noticed that you've ordered this. Uh-huh. Okay. What if, because it's a large, what if we kick it up with another shot of coffee? I don't, I don't need another shot of coffee. I just want the normal, standard cup of coffee that I get when I come here. Okay, right, that's fine. Um, uh, the syrup you've gone with, um, that syrup's good and it's good for what you're getting. But what would take it up another notch is this other syrup as well. Hmm. I see what you're saying there, but um, I just want the normal, standard coffee. Okay, cool. Can I get you anything else? Yes, I'd like another coffee. Uh, it's completely different to the first one I ordered, so it's this. I want this, 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 and this. And that's it. Okay, cool. Seeing as you've ordered a large, oh, sweet mother of flipping, I'm like, I don't need an extra shot. Okay, what you've ordered there would work really well with a white chocolate sauce. Can I go ahead and add that to your, to your drink? No. Okay. With it being... I was like, is this a wind-up? Now then. I do have a confession. And this is good. It's a bad confession. Because I was getting tattooed today, I did budget ever so slightly for a coffee. Now then. I know what you're thinking, I know what you're going to say. Hang fire. Tattooing and the effects it has on the body are affected by sugar. I allow a coffee to help keep the sugar up to avoid passing out, being sick, and all the other terrible, awful things that they tell you that can happen. Also... The whole thing's like a treat anyway, so let's spend a, a couple, used to be, a few, more likely, pounds to get a coffee. However, I go to a different coffee shop, a different company, when I'm getting tattooed. Lots of different reasons for this. Proximity, 
opportunity, etc., etc. Anyway, I go in to the to the different company, different coffee shop. Hi, can I get a large caramel latte, please? Knowing full well that this this is your kind of your bare bones coffee. They just want to give you a coffee. They just want you to have four shots of coffee in your coffee. Is that the speciality caramel latte? Or and I went, oh sweet Jesus. Just a normal one, just just the normal one, just the regular one, please. Just just the normal one. Thank you. Can I interest you in a uh, Colombian dark roast? Oh, this is uh, this is not going to go well for anybody involved. I think they asked me six questions. Every answer was, "I just want the normal one. I just want the standard one. I just want a large caramel latte, please." Upselling in a coffee shop. Where they're already charging you many, 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 many times the price for some beans smashed together with hot water and milk. Splash of syrup. What is happening? Here's the the one. Take out today's, because I can't tell you for sure. But I can tell you about the other one. Here's the one. If I'd have said yes to every single one of the questions, they would have added 50 pence for every yes. That is a minimum of another £2 on top of the six quid they already want. They were going to charge me £8 for a cup of coffee. What is happening? I don't understand. <sighs> anyway, that's the week done with. Uh, no TV. Me and Leanne finished uh, the first season of Reacher this evening. Uh, it's taken us about six months to watch it, and I've already seen it. So, you know, there's your TV update. Movies, uh, one new one, and three old ones. So I'm not really going to go into them. Uh, me and Leon watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now then. Marvel's not been having a great run of things recently. We watched Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. We watched Ant-Man. It was Into the Quantanium. Was that it? I feel like there was another one. feel I keep saying this but I'm sure there was was that the third no I can do it I can just go on to just go on to the Disney here we go come on any minute okay Marvel go down Infinity Saga no 
multiverse saga. A lot of TV shows. No, no, it was just those three. I mean, if you want to go back further than that, there was the Wolf by Night, Werewolf by Night, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Eternals, which I've still not seen. Anyway. Uh, we watched Guardians 3. Mostly, it was good. I'd heard a lot about it. I'd heard it was quite emotional. I'd also heard, you know, don't watch it with children, which is going to be fun when I get around to watching it with one of my children. Anyway. Um, I've got to get something. I've got to get something out there. Um, uh, small spoiler, by the way. Just, just letting you know. Small spoiler. Small. Um, the 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 whole Gamora stuff. Oh my word! So annoying. So incredibly annoying, and they would not let it go. Two-thirds of that film was spent going over and over and over the fact that it's not the same Gamora, in case you didn't know. Oh my word, it was so incredibly annoying. At the time of watching it, there was also something else that I was like, I'm not a huge fan of this, and I can't at this point in time think of what it was. One of the issues I'm having recently is I have to watch films in, like, two goes. Um, Leon can't, can't do entire films um, in one go, especially, like, your three-hour movies. It's just not possible. So often we have to do two sittings. What I am finding with these films is I am kind of losing what happens in the first half because it's replaced by what's going on in the second half. Um, how do I word this? Because it's, it is a spoiler. Um, so I don't want to spoil it too much, so I will... Anybody who's seen it will understand it. Anyone who hasn't might not understand it. That might work. So here we go. Um, the way it ended, I felt they had done some characters slash actors a little dirty, if I'm honest. Uh, anyone who's seen it might understand what I mean by that. Anyone who hasn't, it's like... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wasn't... I wasn't super enamoured with the ending, which when you've put time and effort into a film, like two and a half hours into a film, to get to the end and go, ah, I don't feel that was a good way to end that film. It's a bit of a tricky situation. Um, overall, it was good. Overall, definitely better than anything up to this point from... <sighs> Shang-Chi was okay. It's been a while now. To say it was the better one of the last few. Probably an understatement to a degree. Um, 
The other movies that I was going to just give a quick mention to is um, I think I mentioned previously that I'd watched The Hangover. I did. I talked about watching The Hangover and bringing back a lot of memories, blah, 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 etc., etc. Um, I have since then completed the second and third Hangover movies. And all I can say is this. They, they get categorically worse as they go on. The first one, honestly for me, nothing short of a masterpiece. I thoroughly enjoy that film. I'm watching it again. Fill me with warm fuzzies. The second one, I found I remembered almost nothing about it. Watching it again, I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not great. There's a lot of... They used a lot of crowbars in that film to get a lot of elements of the film in, which annoys me. I'm like, well, that was super organic, wasn't it? Oh, wait, no. No, it wasn't. Um, And then you get to the third one. And although there's a couple of points in the third one where, you, you know, you give it a, a ha, funny. There's so much that's just not right with it. Um, and ultimately, you can see why they never got a fourth one. Although, yeah, I think ultimately it just run its course. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to give a, a, a mention Computer games-wise, well, uh, I was playing Skyrim, uh, and anybody remember when I got vampirism and had to go back in my saves? So, funny story, when I went back in my saves, I started doing missions again, and I was like, look, I'm just going to avoid the missions that where I know I got vampirism from, or I think I got vampirism from. I'll just go and do some other stuff. While I was playing it, I realised that there was a couple of, like, small missions that were a little bit broken. You weren't getting um, dialogue options, you weren't getting locations, things like that, minor stuff. Pushing on further into the game, um, was finding that some of the bigger, much bigger um, missions were also starting to have issues. Um, this was causing problems, so I was then narrowing down to missions I could actually do, and one of them was the main storyline. Uh, I was like, look, I'll just do the main story. That's what we're here for at the end of the day. Let's crack on. Uh, which was fine and dandy right up until two quests I had crossed over each other. One was from the DLC, so content that's come much later after the game's been finished. Um, tried to complete the main story mission I had available didn't get the dialogue option but did get the dialogue option for the DLC mission I had I went, oh, I'll just complete that while I'm here and maybe I'll get the other dialogue option uh, and in completing that uh, that character died and got turned into dust and I went Ah, but So, I was like, eh, it'll be fine, it'll all work itself out at the end. Did some Googling and realised, no, that's not the case. You need that quest giver to give you the next part of the quest. Without that person, you can't continue with the main storyline. So that was that. <sighs> Made a decision to leave the main story and just crack on with other things 
And that's when the realization hit me. Because that's when I found that the majority of the missions that I had available to me to do were all broken. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there was something that's had a knock-on effect going way back to probably when I contracted vampirism. Which, uh, if anybody's interested, I found out that that was... um, 10 days before where I was up to. And I went, sod it. I'm just going to carry on. But the nagging feeling of, why are you doing this? Why are you bothering? This is a waste of time. Go back, load a save, do it properly. And I said, no. And I carried on. And the game just got more and more broken. And I said, fine, I will go back a week. So I went back a week, loaded a save, and went, "Mm, yeah, that's not going to be far enough. So I started going back day after day after day, you know, all the saves. Save at the end of the day, go to bed. Points in time where I've been podcasting and have missed a day of playing. So you go back two days. No, that's not far enough. And as I said, I found that it was ten days. Now here's the rub. I couldn't say for sure that that's where the game went wrong. I only know that that's where the game went wrong, was wrong from, from the playthrough that I'd been playing for 10 days looked a bit further back past that point because I was like well what I'm going to start playing this I'm going to play it for 10 days and end up in the same position looked back a little further than that and realised that that basically took me to the start of the game and I went yeah I think we all know what we're uh, what we're talking about here don't we So after 43 hours of gameplay, I uh, started a new game. Because that was basically the only real option left available to me. That made me super happy. And I get to do everything all over again for a game that I've played many times before. As a side note, both the things that have happened to me now have happened to me previously. One time I got vampirism and got to a point where the game was unplayable. And another time, the game broke on an early mission and I got so far through it and realised the game was broken and had to start a new playthrough. And that was ten years ago. It's good to know that the anniversary edition of the game has been fixed at this point in time and has stopped... Those game-ending books. Um, unfortunately, it does mean that you're going to have to listen to what's the equivalent of 43 hours worth of, worth of gameplay, but um, I'll be nice and, you know, cut, cut it out, maybe. Um, that, ladies and jolly spoons, is it. And apparently it wasn't a short podcast because it never is because I'm just a rambling man, aren't I?
Thank you for joining, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. So there we go. What do we think of that? Not short and sweet like almost, some might say, promised, but long and drawn out. Boring, some might say. If you're still here, and did in fact enjoy it, you could click that like button, subscribe if you already haven't, share the podcast around, leave a review, jump over to the website, thecookiecast.com, there, social media links, email buttons, you can get in touch with us, that's what it's all about, tell us you love the podcast, this one, any of the others, doesn't matter, yeah, I think that covers it, that's it from me, but I'm going to say bye, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.